0: This is a headgum podcast.
1: In '86,
2: N.M. Martin wrote the first book of what became a cult. Now it's time, the
1: Babysitter's Club, Club Mystery. Tanner, let's play a guessing game. Okay. Guess. How many 20 questions? No, it's I'm going to ask you to guess something.
0: And then Okay. What if we did 20 questions where you're the thing, right? Okay. And I've got 20 questions to guess it. I'm the thing? Yes. Okay. And I've got 20 questions.
1: Okay. All right, I'm the thing.
0: Are you a person? No. Are you a place? No. Are you a an animal, yes, okay. three questions. Are you an animal that belongs to Jack Shepard? No. Um, are you this an animal fun. that lives in Austin, Texas? I can't
1: quite answer that.
0: okay that's so that a, doesn't count as count. a guess. It doesn't
1: count as a guess, but the way that you frame the question makes it it kind of impossible for me to answer it,
0: okay. Are you an animal that Jack Shepard encountered in Austin, Texas? Yes. Okay. Are you an insect? No. Oh, I thought this was another paper wasp story. Nope. Or hunter wasp or whatever they're called.
1: Dirt dauber is what they're called.
0: Okay. Um, are you someone's pet?
1: No, I hope not. No.
0: Okay. <laughs> um, did Jack encounter you at a zoo? No. No, Jack wouldn't go to a zoo. Fuck. No, I wouldn't go to a zoo. That was a bad waste of a question. I don't, Fuck! I don't go to zoos. This animal shit's throwing me off. Are you a mammal? Yes. Okay. Are you a dog? No. Are you a cat? No. Are you a squirrel? No. Are you a predator? Um no. I wish I had kinda of any kind of context. Is it a gorilla? no okay that was a bad guess is it a farm animal no
1: that's 15 questions i know i only have five more Doing you're bad at this game i know normally people say animal vegetable or mineral you would have got to i got so
0: i've got to get broader because i just keep guessing too tight yeah um are you a common animal yeah fairly common in austin texas yeah yeah okay you said bird. You said ant- a mammal. Birds aren't mammals. We got right? four more questions. Not a pet. You wanted to do it this way. Not a farm animal. Common in Austin, Texas. Mm-hmm. Not a predator. No. Is it a scavenger? Yeah. I am. A raccoon. Yes. With one question to spare. <laughs> I got it.
1: Okay, now can we do it my way?
0: Yes. And Tanner, that's your story. Yeah,
1: raccoon. But I don't want to play a guessing game. Tanner, mm. guess how many dead raccoons I have under my house.
0: <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> is it like a? Is it like a, an issue? Is it like a problem? I'm asking you to guess. Uh, well, you know, my guess is going to be 69. <laughs> the answer is zero. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Okay. And how many did you have? Uh, just the one. Oh, okay. Just one. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like a raccoon graveyard. Like every raccoon in Austin would come to your crawl space to die. Yeah. Well, I think that's what I talked to the,
1: um, <laughs> the wildlife guy this this is just like shit that doesn't happen in New York but the wildlife guy was really nice he had also uh, migrated here from New York and he was just this dude and i related to him and wanted to be his friend but i could tell that he was uh, like liked animals in the way that i do which is like Sounds more like than more than most people um and i was like yeah i'm just i just worried that she got trapped there and he was like sometimes it's just their time man Makes yeah. you think about your own mortality, doesn't it? And I was like, yeah. Anyway, it smelled really bad. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, that it, yeah. And that it, she's gone now. And she's in a better place. And
0: it made you think about your own mortality. Yeah. And that's the moral of the story. Hi, hi. And why, why?
1: And welcome to the Babysitters Club. Uh, club, club
0: Mystery. mystery. Club. E- Club. I'm Jack Shepard. My name is Dan Greenring. And contrary to
1: appearances, what we do here is we talk about the Babysitters Club mysteries, the great mysteries, and the great mystery cycle by the great mystery herself and Mystery Martin. And this week we're going to be talking about a great mystery called Babysitters Club Mystery Number Twenty Two, Abby and the Secret Society. That's right, Abby's back this week. Da 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 da
0: da da dad talk. Dead talk. Your now, now it's dead talk. Last gift mm-hmm. of many mm-hmm. finally arrived this week. We talked mm-hmm. about this a little bit on the Patreon show, mm-hmm. uh, but you got Miles a book mm-hmm. about how do dinosaurs say good night, and and another book about mermaids. Uh, Julian is a mermaid, and a elephant that we call Kissy the elephant that mm-hmm. your boy
1: had too. And then we called Elephant Belephant. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: And now a new gift arrived, and we weren't sure who it was from because it came from China. It was marked <laughs> China Post. There was no indication who sent it or why. Good. And I opened it up, and there was a onesie inside with miles, tails per hour on it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, miles' namesake.
1: Do you think it's per hour because it's per hour? Yes. Miles per hour?
0: A, yes. I think that's why.
1: I just blew the lid off of that one. Yep. Yeah.
0: And it fits him like a glove. He looks great in it.
1: He does. You sent me a picture.
0: Yep. And how's your boy doing? Um, he's
1: good. He's got a few new things he says. He loves to say, oh, pa. Oh, pa. Yeah. And that is short for hot pot. It's something Dada says is, oh, fuck. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he also says when he is being changed – On the changing table, sometimes he likes to wildly kick at either me or Sarah or whoever's changing him.
0: Yeah. um,
1: Which is really unpleasant, especially if there's poop everywhere. Yep. And also it sucks to get kicked. And so he likes to say, no kicking! (laughs) While he's kicking. Yeah. Yeah. And then he thinks that's hilarious. Yeah. I
0: think it's something that Sarah probably has said to him. (laughs) he's picked up (laughs) that's great my boy kicks me a lot too is that just a boy thing i i think so it's kind of one of his favorite pastimes is i'll just sort of lean up against him and he'll sit in what we call the bird sanctuary and he'll just wildly kick his legs at me while he's looking up at his bird friends
1: it's not great today he um while i was cleaning out the house opened the porch door and let jenkins out and i like good (laughs) turned around and both my child and my cat were gone, which is bad when with a two-year-old and an indoor cat. Yeah. And I said,
0: oh, fuck. <laughs> and you just heard that, like, Marco Polo. Yeah. Ow,
1: oh, pa. Oh, fuck. And you found <laughs> yeah. the boy, at least. I found the boy. I eventually found the cat as well. Uh, this has been Dad Talk. Dad Talk. Dad Talk. Um, and uh, now, now we're going to do babysitter's talk because we're talking about an Abbey book, and it was a good book. Good
0: book. Um, I loved it, actually. Honestly, I, I really liked this one. I thought it was a good book. I really liked it. At one point, I did check to make sure it was Ellen behind the yeah. wheel. Um, mm-hmm. And it was. Ellen did a great job this week. She wrote a very fun and engaging and gripping book that she I killed loved it. to read. There was a murder. There was a literal murder, which it's I murder. did not guess in my guess. And killed a man. I
1: once she, Ellen she had, killed a man.
0: Ellen you so Ellen did this one. Yeah.
1: Ellen I think Ellen did this one.
0: It was part of the mystery, which is how you know it was Ellen.
1: Yeah. But she killed a man in the past. I guess for Ellen that's nothing. She killed a man in the in the ancient past.
0: Yes, in sometime between the nineteen forties and nineteen seventies. And
1: that was the mystery, and then there's this guy, Sergeant Johnson, who I think must have played a star turn based on clues in the mystery, must have played a star turn in super mystery number two babysitters beware which we have not read
0: okay and they did kind of talk at length about sergeant johnson saving all the girls right and i thought i don't remember i don't that. remember that we do know him from uh i remember it, him from they befriended the halo, from the him the halo games no i don't think he's that's... sort of like the tough as nails sergeant who re- commands the unsc and he's friends with master chief no, I think... Do you mean Dawn and... Sergeant uh, Avery Johnson. Disappearing Dogs? He was in that too, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, because he's a guy and who Halo, like, doesn't and believe... And Halo 1, Halo
0: 1, Halo 2, Halo 3. Okay, he's in all of them. Yeah.
1: Okay. And does he uh, do most of his police work by uh, consulting with and outsourcing the legwork to a team of 13-year-old girls that he knows? In Halo. They don't talk about that much. I'm in the i I'm in the, the suddenly the suddenly dark room. They can't see. Babysitters uh babysitters. Riddle babies, you can't see, but uh Tanner su- suddenly his screen will go dark because he's in this co working space where no one else is and the lights just flick off every like five minutes or so. Yeah. They can't see they can't see that. You know that they right? can't see it. Yeah,
0: Yeah. Maybe I'll just wave my hand over the little sensor like this the whole time. That's it no, cause it's already I, exhausting and it's. I think it's going to affect my performance and also for my
1: um, the view that I have yeah okay yeah it's not okay it's not <laughs> it's unpleasant yeah it's very unpleasant don't stop waving your hand in the way that you're doing it uh, Sergeant Johnson speaking of Sergeant Johnson <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ow! that's a good name for you know um, is, wiener if you're the kind of person who names your wiener and I'm Are not you? no okay um okay. I didn't know. Maybe you were. I don't know. And I'm not.
1: And um Sergeant Johnson is in this one and he's solving the murder of his friend. I'm I guess... not
0: either. Okay. Great. Just still on that, huh? I just wanted I just wanted to I like I didn't want to let that go with like people were thinking like, oh, Jack's doesn't. Okay. Jack's not the not kind not. of guy who names a wiener but maybe Tanner is. I'm not.
1: And you're not. And that's great to know. And I'm pleased to hear that. Um, what I would like to say to you, Tanner, is that we must describe this book and what happens in this book.
0: I don't care. And uh, Koki's real name is Marguerite. Yes, and that's actually a segment I have. Yeah, okay, sorry. I thought it might be. Let's hear yeah. it. Yeah, and I actually only have like four notes, and you sort of just blew through Blue. all of them, Passed past a lot of them, but... I yes, I do have a segment this week called Koki Watch, and it's the the... the we like to keep track of what right. all the dads and moms and Cokie masons of Stony Brook what their real name are up is. to. And each time we uncover like a new secret about them we like to say do it a on the podcast. Big segment for it. And that's what we have this week. And um, so what's
1: let's read the passage?
0: Yes. And you want me to read it or <laughs> do you even capture the passage for your one segment? Hey there, called Nikki, emerging from the main building with Stephen in tow. Two women and a man followed her out the door. One of the women had flaming red hair and a mass of curls around her head. The other had straight, platinum blonde hair cut in a precise bob. The man, who looked Asian, was small, wiry, and wore a black smock with many pockets. I'm so glad you're all here, said Nikki, smiling. Let's see. I remember everybody's names. She pointed to each of us in turn. Carrie, Alan, Christy, Stacy, Abby, Rick, and Marguerite. How's that? Everybody nodded and smiled, except for Christy, who was too busy staring at Cokie to answer. Marguerite, she asked, raising her eyebrows. You know that's my real name, said Cokie, defensively, turning to face Christy. Then she lowered her voice. It makes me sound older, don't you think? Yeah, and it does. And it's cool. Yeah. And Koki is cool in this. I think Ellen has Do we want to close up Koki watch before we move on or is that Oh yeah.
1: Okay. And, and this has been Or did you have more to say? I was just going to say that I think Ellen has really taken a shine to Koki. Okay. Cuz yes. she's appearing as this arch like there's a through line of these books that doesn't occur in the main canon, which is that koki is the arch nemesis of the babysitter's club and she tries yep. to confront them at every turn and grace bloom is sort of like teetering on the brink of the dark side and the light side and doesn't know like when she's away from koki she's actually like a pretty good sport
0: and likes right. to hang out with the girls i um, see koki is kind of a vader like figure you know now that she knows that she's related to christy Right. Potentially, probably. You think she's Vader-like, like an she's that, that seed of redemption is there now. Oh, okay.
1: See, I was thinking of Grace as the Vader-like
0: figure. And Emperor Palpatine has been pulling her strings the entire time, obviously. The gray man. Uh, uh, the gray man. Yeah. Yep. And koki is finally starting to sort of like question that and say, yeah. what if I was the person I once was, and that I was meant to be? That's beautiful. The chosen one. Yeah. You're supposed to be the chosen one, Koki, is what right. I yell at her. And I'm standing on sort of the bank. These books should have been about you. And I've got my lightsaber out, and she's like I look we had this battle and she's fallen into the lava and she's on kind of a little floating platform. And right. Her legs are gone. And yeah. I've got the high ground, so like Who are she you, can do, obviously. Obi-wan Kenobi. And then sh- I say, okay. Koki, yeah. You were the chosen one! Yeah. You're supposed to be the chosen one. I loved you. It was okay. said that you were- So I hate you. Okay. I know. And then I turn and leave because I leave her for dead.
1: So wait, hang on. You're hanging out with this 13 year old, and she falls into lava. Not me. Not okay. me. And you Maybe don't. You don't. Christy call the police. does this. Oh, Christy. Okay. Okay. Sorry. All right. I got confused with. Okay. And
0: Sergeant Johnson was there. Yeah. Nothing. He was back at the ship, taking yeah. care of. Queen Amidala, who was giving birth to... That doesn't surprise me. ...Luke and Leia, which we don't know. We don't know it's them yet. You know, they're babies.
1: Spoilers for... Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith. What a bad fucking movie and a bad fucking series of movies. Um, Oh, didn't we
0: want to close up Koki Watch? Koki Watch is over. Okay. I just don't know if you want to, like... People might think we're still in it. Okay. This has been... This is still still context around Koki. I'm doing it. Okay. This has been
1: Koki Watch. And her name is Marguerite.
0: Marguerite.
1: Um, do you want to talk a little bit more about the Gray Man? Um, Did you catch it? Did you catch the reference? I don't think so. The Gray Man is a character that uh, we have recently turned our attention to, who is basically the shadowy figure behind all these mysteries, uh, who is pulling the strings of everyone. And he is overtly referenced in this text.
0: Okay. Do you think the gray man is part of the secret society? Yeah, 100%. He's the ringleader. The
1: day after Claudia found plans for the maze, I was helping Nikki tidy up the lounge when she had an unexpected visitor. A man and his wife, prospective members, had just left the lounge, and I thought Nikki and I were alone. Then I heard a cough. I turned to see our visitor. He was an older man, stooped and gray, who carried a cane with a silver duck's head on top.
0: Okay. Okay. And it turns out that that was actually... Mr. Armstrong. Mr. Armstrong, right, right, or right. The former mayor of Stony Brook founded the Secret Society.
1: Who, and we're about to describe this book, but spoilers for our description, did the crime, did the murder, was arrested, and is set free again.
0: Right, because he's the gray man. Onto the streets. You can't contain him, the gray man. And literally this book ends by Sergeant Johnson
1: being like... Well, it's clear that Mr. Armstrong, this stooped gray man, did the murder of my best friend, but because he's so old and so much time has passed, he probably won't do any time.
0: Right. But I bet he feels bad. Right. And he's already training an apprentice, I think. Oh. Everyone is kind of resigned to like, well, he's an old man. Like, what are we supposed to do? You know? He's going to die soon anyway. We don't have to worry about him like... Continuing to perpetrate these crimes all over Stony Brook. Right. But we know he's training an apprentice. Is he? Someone else who's like capable of all this mischief and of pulling all the strings at Stony Brook and manipulating people and lying to people and having sort of a chaotic evil bent with everything he does. Yeah. So the girls are... And I guess we'll have to describe the book eventually, right? I would think so. But the girls are trying to solve this mystery. Right. And they're they're led on a wild goose chase, or should I say a wild penguin chase? That's clever and funny a, and would uh, make sense if we had described this book. Clue they find. Yeah. And it turns out that the clue wasn't actually relevant to the case. It was something planted by a mischief maker. Right. A mischief knight. Mm-hmm. Did you write this, I asked, pointing to the note? Ah. Uh... Yep, he said rocking back on his heels, smiling proudly. And I bet you wrote those notes to Marianne and Logan that almost broke them up. Yeah. Didn't you? And, and I, I bet asked, we read that book. I bet we did. Suddenly seeing a pattern. I don't know if it was another super mystery. That I, I think read. it's a book we read. It kind of rings a bell, but who knows? Carrie yes. nodded and kept on smiling. But why, asked Jesse. Because complications <laughs> make life more interesting. Carry said with a shrug. Then he tilted his head. Carry fucking Retlin. Carrie, Carrie Retlin.
1: I wrote this passage down too, not in the context that you're bringing it to bear on, but just because it's so cool and so interesting.
0: Carrie Retlin has
1: become a real figure in so these books. Creature of Chaos. Alan Gray is nothing
0: compared with what Carrie Retlin is. It, Carrie Retlin has become a creature in these books as. The gray man has too, right? And I think as the gray man's influence is waning, right? Carrie Retlin's is waxing, right? And I think that Carrie Retlin is, is probably this protege to the gray man and will carry on the legacy long after these books are done and we're done reading them, right? That makes a ton of sense. He to me reads as chaotic neutral. I think he's chaotic evil, right? He doesn't
1: give a shit about anyone.
0: He wants to create complications.
1: Chaos makes life more interesting. He
0: has no regard for whether or not anyone gets hurt. He's a mischief knight. And he's the he's the gray boy. And last week he the mischief knights drove a woman mad. Like she did like telekinetic crimes on an entire gymnasium full of people. Yeah. She killed a man called Gordon Brown, I think.
1: Yeah. Mm hmm. It's good how well we remember these books. What if um I uh describe this novel and then you describe this novel so we can give some Fine. context to the listeners. Fine. Okay. I'm going to describe this book. I wrote this down. I made this up myself, uh, but it's uh, about this book, and I'm going to say it now. Deep within the hallowed halls, deep within the hallowed walls of Stony Brook's most prominent... Country Club. Country Club exists a secret society where power and elite are bred. Only a few are chosen to join where... Presidents are groomed, wealthy bloodlines bond, and plots thicken. For Abby Stevenson, an invitation to join the prestigious secret club, the Dark Woods Society, yep. is a dream come true. Until murder befalls, in the past, a guy who was the friend of Sergeant Johnson was his friend. David Foster Wallace. David Foster Wallace. And that's the end of that. Babysitter's Club. Okay. Mystery number 22, Abby and the Secret Society. Now what happened? What happened there? Okay.
0: Because it seemed like you were on a roll, and you yeah. had sort of a good frame to work off of. You had good bones, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. And then something happened and you stopped. Okay, so
1: I'm going to admit now that I didn't – I forgot that I was supposed to prepare. And then just before we sat down to record, I asked a very close friend of mine uh, if there was anything I could use to describe the book. And he said, oh, I've actually already written a description of this book. And he sent it to me and it was you who sent it.
0: And I did And you
1: are the one who did that. And so what was that? Because it didn't seem like the book, and I had to change some of the some of the names in it for. Well, what I said was, you know what this book reminds me of, and you said,
0: "Oh, and we started half an hour late, which was actually my fault." And thanks for admitting it. And you said, "Oh, I didn't write a description." Yeah, and I said, "Oh, you could just use the this description that I wrote, which strikes a not passing resemblance Mm -hmm. to." The hit film. 2000 film The Skulls. The hit 2000 film The Skulls starring Joshua Jackson. Ah, okay. I haven't seen it. Okay. And it is good, and it's about the Skull and Crossbones Society at Yale University, and it's full of intrigue, and felt like it would have fit the plot of this book so well, but you seem to struggle with it. Uh, Well, I haven't seen it. So, what we're going to do instead
1: is... I am going to weave a web out of the very fabric of time. Okay. Like the
0: spinstress, I think she's called.
1: In the hit LucasArts game Loom. Incorrect. Oh, okay. Well, I was thinking of Loom, and whatever you're doing, it probably immediately stopped. Madame
0: Web. Now, that's what I'm talking about. Okay. Madame Webb. Do you remember great. Madame Webb? So, no. like, Madame Webb. No. Fictional character appearing in American comic books, published by Marvel Comics. Aha! Just like that! In, in the, the Spider-Man okay. comic oh, universe. i talking about it. Yeah. She's depicted as an elderly little woman with myasthenia gravis. Okay. And thus was connected to a life support system that looked like a spider web. Okay. She's the Great Spinner, a clairvoyant precognitive mutant. Do you know what we're talking about? Yes, Madame Webb.
1: No, the and that's spinstress. where oh, okay. that's where you're wrong. What we're not not doing is talking about that. What we are talking about is the mysterious clock that I have pulled from the depths of time itself.
0: Like Madame Web. I it.
1: And who no, I pulled it and I pulled it. And it it's mm. ticking. Do not ask who the mysterious clock ticks for. It ticks for you. And it's hey. Ticking now and during now. The, that, and
0: I'm supposed to start going.
1: During now? The, not yet, it's ticking. Now? It's pre. It's now. It's, it's ticking around, and then it's once it gets to twelve.
0: Uh, now
1: you will describe this book in sixty seconds, and it's happening now. It started now.
0: Okay, and here's what happened. It's an Abby book. Abby's here now, which means we're, that we're quickly appro We're sh- 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 rocketing towards the end of this series at ninety nine point nine percent the speed of light, and Abby is volunteers for a summer job and it's February and it's at a new country club opening up called green woods or something. And it turns out that green woods has a dark past cause it used to be called dark woods. And it was the base of subterfuge and, um, clandestine behavior between secret society who would influence people and blackmail them. And, the girl and Sergeant Johnson, the the police chief, says, oh, my buddy, David Foster Wallace, was investigating this place, and he died mysteriously, so if you girls could solve his murder, it's a cold case, and that would be great, and they try to, and they do, and it turns out that... Um, the new owners, Nikki, and her son, um, Stephen, their father used to own the place, and he's racist, but he wasn't really racist. He was just being influenced by an old mayor called Armstrong, and he's the real ringmaster, and they catch him and kill him. <laughs> <laughs> and they didn't kill him. Well, he's going to spend the rest of his days in prison, so. <laughs> he's not. They catch and release him. They handcuff him to an apple tree. All right, vigilante justice, then. Not even once he's out, yeah. And he's like walking tall and smoking a cigar, and he's like, "No prison can keep me. A dark figure will step out from an alley and shoot him three times in the chest. Pop, pop, pop. Uh, It's Hawkeye, and it's Hawk Guy. Yep,
1: Hawk Guy. I always thought it was Hot Guy.
0: Hot Guy. Yep. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and there is a subplot wherein the new owners of the club, Nikki and her son Stephen are estranged from Nikki's father because he is also a racist and Nikki married a Korean gentleman. Yep. But that's sort of not really ever dealt with. No it is. It's dealt with because at the end of the book the father has to save Stephen from the clutches of evil Mr. Armstrong who yes. did the murder and in the course of doing it realizes the error of his ways, renounces his racism, reunites with his uh, daughter and grandson,
0: yes. and all is well except that a murderer is still on the loose. The old club, Darkwoods Country Club, yep. didn't allow Jewish people. That's true. And that was something that Mr. Stanton had decided on. Yeah. So he's kind of the Darth Vader figure, huh? Yeah, he's very much the Darth Vader Armstrong figure. is Palpatine, yeah. there's a battle, he catches Stephen Stanton, right. the young boy, Stephen Stanton. Stephen Stanton-cha. And says, I'm going to kill your boy if you uncover my secrets. And then yeah. Mr. Stanton, the elderly man, the Darth Vader figure, steps out and says, no, and shoots and like kind of channels the lightning bolt into himself. Right. And then force pushes Yeah. Uh, Mayor as- Armstrong into the shaft and right. he falls to his death.
1: As I have already told you, Tanner, I did not see the 2000 film The Skulls. Yes. Starring Joshua.
0: Joshua Jackson.
1: Jackson. So I don't
0: get any of those references. The Fringes, Joshua um, Jackson. Yes. The
1: Fringes, Joshua Jackson. And he's also Pacey.
0: He's Pacey. There is a B plot.
1: Yeah, there's just a B plot. This, look, the Pike listen, kids are. Little babies. We get an extra, we get more than a minute to talk about this because there's so much going on in this book. There's so much. It's really chock full.
0: Right and time is f- liquid; it's fluid, and especially with Jack's mysterious clock. So like,
1: the B plot is interesting, and I think that I think there's something about this club,
0: where the, the, basically the Pike family, the Slate Street Country Club, Greenbrook Club, oh, okay. which was once called D- the Dark Woods, Right.
1: Uh, which is in this week's mystery, is the new edifice that has sprung up, probably in the place where the arboretum used to be. Yes. Um, and before these that,
0: impossible spaces.
1: Yeah, these impossible spaces, pocket universes, and it has an impossible space within itself. This maze.
0: Okay, and um, this is not the B plot I was talking about, by the way.
1: No, I know. You're I back know. on the
0: A plot. I, but, I was like, oh, and there's a B plot, and you said what, yes, there is. And I'm and getting then you there. Buddy. Talking about the A plot. I'm getting there.
1: Okay. It ensnares these children who, yes. when they come close to it, they start to reenact. The cruelties of the past.
0: Right. They privileged elite society, create their own discrimination elitist
1: clubs and kick each other out of it. And that is what the B plot is. There's something right. in the air. Yes. They are caught in a maze of their own prejudice, their own bias, their own desire to exclude, to make their world smaller and poorer.
0: There's a new elite club on Slate Street called the the Slate Street Kids Club. Right and the qualifications for joining the slate street the slate street kids club is that you have to be a pike right a braddock yep or a sue mm-hmm. of a certain age right and if you are not from one of those three families from one of those three bloodlines if you're a Prezioso or a stenton cha you you're not, not invited to join yeah yep And then a competing country club opens up across the street called the the Blue Ribbon Club. Right. And the qualifications for that are you do need to be a Stanton Cha or a Prezioso or a Pike who is too young to join the other country club. Claire, specifically. Claire.
1: And so we are doomed to repeat the sins of
0: our fathers. So those are kind of the competing factions. Those are the two houses. Those are the... The Montagues and the Capulets—they're
1: reenacting the horrors in their childlike way, the horrors that were perpetrated in this club. Yes, and that's the B plot. That's the B plot. And now, and now, I think we mostly did the plot. Abby's in it.
0: It's an Abby book, so we are hurtling towards the end of the series at ninety-nine point nine percent the speed of light. Right, and someday we will collide with the end, and we will erupt into. An explosion of light and glory. Become a supernova. And the remnants of the explosion will hurtle across the universe and be eaten by birds. Yes. And that'll be a sight to see, won't it? Yes.
1: And it'll be soon, I think, right?
0: Pretty soon. We're getting there.
1: Yeah. Probably in about 10 weeks, I think, if if math serves.
0: What are we on? Book thirty. There's thirty six of these books. This is twenty two. Okay, we got time.
1: Okay. We're fine.
0: It, what <laughs> we're gonna live forever. We're gonna live forever. Riddle babies? The birds won't eat our star stuff. No. If I can help it. Before we take a break. Oh, we're already taking a break, huh? Yeah, we're getting there. <coughs> Excuse me? I think that's coming from your end. That's a knocking. Yeah. And it sounds like someone knocking on your door? I could see your hand moving, and so it seemed like. Were you just trying no, to. that's it? me trying to keep the light on.
1: Okay, yeah, because there is. A, was it was a knocking. Yeah,
0: yeah, I'm hearing it. And knocking. is that coming from your end? No, because I'm hearing I'm it too you. now.
1: Okay, no, it's not. So we're
0: just Child Protective Services! <laughs> oh, no! Brook Child Protective Services! You're under arrest. This is a wellness check. What did I do this time? And we did talk about this briefly before, but I did want to kind of come and hit it as a segment now, because yeah. we do have a segment for it, and you did hit it before, but we do have a segment for it, so. Okay. My right. name is Detective... Peevis. Penis.
1: Okay. And my name is Detective... Mudhead. Butthead.
0: Okay. And we're here from the Stony Brook Child <laughs> Protection Services and this is a welfare check and we're yeah. here to question you. And it's also it it's also an <sighs> internal investigation. <laughs> oh no.
1: <laughs> we don't have we have separate
0: music for that. <laughs>
1: But we're not going to, maybe hopefully not going to do and it. And it's switched, it's it switched. Maybe it's happening now. Yeah. I don't know.
0: And it's an internal investigation because yeah. we're here to check up on you, Sergeant Johnson. Yeah, Sergeant we're, investigating, Johnson. The now, yes, we're well. investigating
1: the investigators now as well. Yes, and we're investigating the And, but you're in trouble, what you're in trouble for, Sergeant Johnson.
0: Yeah. If I If I may. Yeah, let me read you, you're right. Is endangering children. Yes. So we're both. Let me read over the record here, Sergeant Johnson, and tell you exactly. I'm actually on. I'm on loan from Child are? Protective Mudhead, Services. Mudhead, Butthead. Yeah. Detective Mudhead Butthead. Yeah,
1: because I have a way a way with younger people. I can make them feel at ease. Okay. And that's why it's I'm...
0: creepy when you say it like that. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why uh, I can am... I get a, Can you b- break me off a piece of that? Yeah. Let's do some role playing. Okay. Detective Mudhead Butthead, I okay. am, um... Abby. Uh, and I'm I'm actually a young boy. Okay. And my name is Amos. Okay. And do you want to ask my last name or not? Uh, no. Okay. Cause you Amos. Probably know what it is. Yeah. I'm a young boy. Then oh, so we're role-playing. Yeah. And my name is Detective... Obviously, my name is Detective... Right, but, okay. And, at the moment, and now you're, I'm role playing as yeah, a, young a young boy, boy named Amos. Amos.
1: Yes, last name not given. Hello,
0: Mister. Young lady, I'm actually a boy. Okay. <clears throat> so I am told <laughs> you're a gentle caregiver to young boys like myself.
1: That's right, child. Come to Muthead.
0: Okay, <laughs> and do you
1: come to me. Allow me to envelop you in my soft arms. Okay. <laughs> uh, what's the trouble, mister? Do you want,
0: and then, sorry, there's a detective piece yeah. again. Do you want me to,
1: do you want yeah, a hug? Yeah, I think it would help with the role okay. play. Yep. Okay. <laughs> That's nice, actually. That's very nice. I'm saying that to you, detective. Yes. You're, you smell I smell good. Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah, you're smelling great, too. Wow.
0: It's a weird coincidence. It's like, honestly kind of distracting. Two guys who like to dude, smell great. <laughs> What kind of soap you use? Uh,
1: Axe, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Body it spray good. is it for you as well as Axe body spray? I'll I use life.
0: Harry's. Okay, that's Harry's great. Harry's has like a line of soap. Shiso, you know Shiso? Yeah. It's like a uh, Japanese. It's like leafy a green. A
1: failed yeah. fragrant online streaming service.
0: Oh, Shiso, sure. And oh, there's Shiso had a lot of good programming actually. Yeah. They were sure. great about giving podcasters shows. So
1: yeah, sucks that they went down. Yeah, what's um what's happening?
0: You mean like what's happening here? <laughs> what's going on right now? I'm feeling it too. <laughs> That's a really weird. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> uh, 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 uh. uh so um, <laughs> you're right. I am feeling very confident. Yeah, uh, mister. Uh, and, and then now this is Detective Peebus again. I just I can I finish reading this passage now, which is how we originally got into this. Oh, yes. Uh, that was very
1: unprofessional. Anyway, that's I'm on loan from Child Protective Services, but I am in the uh, internal investigations team now at the moment. And, and I and, we am good with children. Are here. And Sergeant Johnson is the one that we should be really focusing on because he did the crime, and he's going to do the time. Let's read the passage. And we
0: are here to indict Sergeant Johnson, and let me read the, the evidence I have on here on record. Yes. Um, here's what you said, Sergeant Johnson. Yeah. Maybe you should all wait up here, you suggested, Sergeant Johnson. <laughs> I'll check things out and make sure it's safe. You unhooked your flashlight from your belt as you spoke. Your offer was tempting to the girls, but only for a second. There was no way that those girls were going to miss out on being there when the mystery is solved. Abby Stevenson had spent too much time on it for that. Plus, Abby had to admit that you and your flashlight made the stairs look much less scary. I'd rather come if that's all right with you, Abby said politely. And then she kind of questioned to herself in her head. What if you, Sergeant Johnson, insisted that you wanted to go alone? But then Abby's friend Christy chimed in and said, me too. Uh And then Abby's other friends, Jesse, Marianne, and Claudia, and Stacy and Mal spoke up and said, yeah, we want to come too. And here's what you said, Sergeant Johnson. Right. Sergeant Johnson smiled. I should have known you'd want to see this thing through, he said. You kids are troopers. (laughs) He switched on the flashlight. Let's go then, he said. Just watch your step and stay behind me. (laughs) And then you, Sergeant Johnson, brought these six young women into a secret cap, uh, hole. cavern, old bomb shelter, right, Where be- a beneath a maze. Mysterious old criminal had just said moments prior, gonna... "I wouldn't go down there if I were you." Right. And, and then you decided it was a good idea to bring. It. And then so we're going to throw the book at you, and you're going to jail uh, forever.
1: And prior to that, Sergeant Johnson, if I may, Detective Pete uh, Penis. Peavis,
0: Detective Peavis Penis. So it is Detective Penis. Yes. Yeah. Uh, some people if, just call me Detective Peavis for some reason. Yeah. Okay.
1: Well, if I may. Yes. If I may. Prior to that, Sergeant Johnson. <laughs> okay. This happened. Oh, no. He's not going to let him in. I hissed. I was standing behind one of those huge bushes I'd helped to prune. Sergeant Johnson was next to me while Christy, Claudia, and Jesse. "'crouched nearby, behind another bush. "'Mal and Marianne were hidden by a large tree. "'I had a terrible feeling that things were beginning to go wrong, "'and then something happened that made me sure of it. "'While Armstrong was busy arguing with a silent but stubborn Mr. Kawaja, Stacy came running to me. "Abby," she whispered. "Stephen's missing.' "'Missing?' I asked. "'What do you mean?' "'He ran off. I can't find him anywhere, and I'm almost positive. "'I've seen Mr. Stanton hanging around. "'I think Stephen may be in danger.' Just then, out of the corner of my eye, I saw Armstrong shove Mister Kawaja aside and run into the maze. I thought so fast. So I got his name,
0: Sergeant Armstrong. Johnson. Sergeant Johnson and I have shoving. You shoved him. Armstrong.
1: Okay. Thank you, thank you, thank you for saying it at the because w- I was almost finished, but I really do appreciate that you said it. Thanks, and that's a thumbs up from Tanner. I'm seeing over there. Thanks, Bud, and I'm th- giving you the thumbs up. Can you see mine? Yeah, because I've just finished. Just His was, arm is just, strong. You no, know, and, that's and why he did, did shove. Do a shove, yeah. yeah. Oh, thanks, and I'm... because I'm sorry you would, got his name. No, and that's great. And it, it's worth... And, it, and it, it hasn't... I don't think it's taken any of the momentum out of right. the end of this. Yeah.
0: And we're, we're still in the... Role play. Role play. And and I am a ch- child, and you're trying to comfort me? No, I think Or we're done with that. Yeah, and
1: we're done with that. And what happened is Sergeant Johnson... Decides he has a choice, you didn't you, Sergeant Johnson? You had a choice. It's like a choose your own adventure follow the old man into the maze to see if you can solve the mystery, yes. or go and find the young child who may have been kidnapped by right. his estranged grandfather. Right. And, and what did you choose? To go into the maze, you went in the maze, Johnson. didn't you? He, Sergeant Johnson was like, Jesse, Mal go after Stephen to see if you can get him
0: back from the kidnapper. Right. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to follow this
1: mystery to its
0: bitter There's end. There's an obvious malicious and violent kidnapper in Stony Brook and I want you I'm deputizing you <laughs> girls to go find him. I'm going to go into this maze with my friend Abby.
1: And you're under arrest, Sergeant Johnson, and that you're is a funny arrest. name, and, and you have internal, a funny
0: name, and it means a wiener. And it,
1: <laughs> that seems like a great place to leave it. And and you're going to jail, Sergeant Johnson, and yeah,
0: um, throw the book at him.
1: Th- th- we both throw the book at him, and, mm. and now it's time for a break. And then
0: let's just kind of quickly, yeah, and scene just to and, get ourselves out of it. And scene, I don't want to be yeah. caught in that. I don't want to bring that home to my wife later. No. No. Me, Tanner.
1: Yeah, you don't want to bring your job home uh, when something like that has
0: happened. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my name is Jack Shepard.
1: We're taking a break. My name is Tanner
0: Greenring. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Mystery.
1: Uh Checky. Yes. I'm Jackie. Beat you to the punch. Yeah, I was going to say, we forgot. there's something we forgot to do.
0: There's something we forgot to do, Jackie. Isn't there? Isn't there?
1: And I'm getting word now that Tim Cook is very angry. And he doesn't really get angry, but when he does, it's bad.
0: I don't know if you've ever been in the pocket of Tim Cook, Riddle Babies. But when you are, and you're trying to use any Apple device... Ever at all? Yeah, it's unusable because you just keep getting these pop-ups. Where's yeah. the review? Where's Tim the review Where's now? Where's the review? Where's the review? Where's the review? Hey, it's Tim. And this is what you're reading now. Still
1: waiting on that review.
0: I look at my phone. It's a text from my wife, and it says, "Emergency, Miles is dot dot dot." And I'm like, "Oh shit!" And I click it, and it's like, "Miles is psych. It's thick, Tim. Where's yeah. my fucking review?" And he calls himself Thick Tim. Yeah. With two C's.
1: I'm not going to here's what he said to me, I'm not going to kill the short-lived social messaging app secret, okay, with my iBooks reviews unless you start writing them.
0: right And it, I it kind of didn't did that app not kill itself or <laughs> I
1: think it did but fortunately, okay. fortunately so
0: that's not on us
1: That's not on us, Tim.
0: Thick Tim just wants us to get a review in, yeah, before it's too late. Yes. And he's, uh, now I'm seeing a message here. It says, Miles is, and then I click it, and it says, get the fucking review done, idiot." Get the fucking review. Yeah.
1: Um, and that's what's happening now. I, the, my screen, which is on my MacBook computer, uh, used to be an image of you, but it's now an image of Tim Cook, but he looks yeah. like Max Headroom.
0: And he's got a, he's got a little wristwatch on and He's pointing
1: to yeah. it aggressively. Yeah. But like in this like kind of eighties type of way, it's like he's yeah, like a like robot, glitchy. and it's like glitchy, and he's saying, "Review the book, review the book." Okay, yeah. Tim, I get it. We get it, Tim, Tim. We get it. We're, and so, what happens uh, for new listeners <laughs> is that we review these books because
0: Tim demands it, and we will do so again now. And, and we, it's the Facebook Killer, and it's the Secret Killer, and it's the Bon Appetit Killer, it's the Foursquare Killer, and it's
1: in iBooks and. We read these books on iBooks, and at the end, you can go to a part of the book online. Couch to 5K Killer, where you say five stars, which is what I've done, and now I've hit write a review.
0: Okay, and five stars, and then we—this one is five stars because it's an Abby book.
1: Yes, and Stacy's not in it. Stacy's barely in it. Okay. I've given the book five stars, and we have to write a title for this review.
0: Okay, and here's the title it yeah. is
1: something about secrets.
0: Okay, and I've got it. Okay. And here... Okay, and this is perfect. You're actually going to love this. Okay. This book is... hmm Strong Enough for a Man.
1: Perfect. Okay, this book is Strong Enough for a Man, but pH balanced for...
0: pH balanced for... A woman. Babysitter's Club listeners? Or Babysitter's Club readers?
1: For... Babysitters Club readers of any gender, yes. identity,
0: and age, and identity.
1: What about why don't I just say this book is strong enough for a man, uh, and the pH balance is uh, is strong enough for a man as well?
2: Okay. No, because like
1: that, that leaves people out. No, it doesn't. Okay. And the pH balance is perfect for guys too. Yes. Great. Uh, and now I'm in the review. Okay. Um. Oh, okay. Here's what we can do. Here's what we can do. Mm. Oh, hey. Did you maybe feel excluded by that title?
0: Perfect. Yes. Guess what? Too bad, Snowflake. No, no. that's not where I was
1: going. I was going to say, guess what?
0: Go back to your safe space. No, and that's not where I was
1: going. What I was going to say is, guess what? This book tackles that.
0: Oh, that's so good. That's so good. Yeah. And then can I make a suggestion? Yeah. And this is, you're going to love this because it's an ascending tricola.
1: Perfect. I love that you say that now. In
0: 2001, Mm -hmm. Secret Antiperspirant released three new scents. Mm -hmm. Colon. Okay. Ambition, comma, Mm -hmm. which this book has in its
1: its treatment uh, of the... Burgeoning ambitions of
0: Nikki and Stephen Stanton of the
1: Stanton family, family. yes. Mm-hmm. Genuine, genuine. Which, Which this book shows,
0: yes. With Ellen Miles's
1: Miles' is sparse
0: but but revealing, authentic, rose. authentic, rose, rose. Mm-hmm. and optimism. Which is what you will feel yeah. after finishing... Actually, I don't think... It's not a very optimistic ending.
1: No, it's dark. They release a murderous criminal back onto the street.
0: Optimism, which...
1: What about... Why don't we say which what you will feel right up until the point in this book? Yes, that's great. When they release a murderous criminal back onto the streets of Stony Brook. Suspense. Um, the real secret in this book is not the secret society, right? It so expertly uh, describes, mm-hmm. but that's as far as I got actually. The
0: secret in this the real book. secret
1: in this book is not the secret society. It so
0: expertly describes, but the friendships we made along the way
1: we made. Along the way, and
0: also the Secret Society.
1: And also, actually, it is the Secret
0: Society. Actually, the secret is...
1: I'm just going to start. I'm just going to take that down. Actually, the secret is...
0: In Secrets Platinum Clear Gel... The secret to Secrets Platinum Clear Gel is the micronized formula. Platinum... What's the thing you said?
1: Clear Gel. Clear gel. Is that all one word? Yeah. Uh, no. is that
0: three words. Okay.
1: Platinum clear gel. Is there a TM there? Should we put, put one just in case?
0: Let's put one just in case. This is your tech want... tip
1: of the week. Uh, at least on Mac computers, you can write Alt 2, and it'll, it'll make a uh, TM symbol.
0: Option 2. It's actually an
1: option. Okay. Well, they call it Alt. It
0: says Alt 2. Um, so. micronized formula that goes in Clear.
1: Actually, the secret to Secrets Platinum Clear Gel is the micronized... And
0: and Secret Invisible Solid, I should say.
1: Okay, so what am I saying? Actually, the secret to Secrets Platinum Clear Gel...
0: And Secret Invisible Solid.
1: And is that all capitalized? Yes. Invisible Solid. And should so I do a TMS? TMS on there.
0: Yeah. Option two. Alt two. Option two. Yeah. Is the micronized formula that goes on And that's the secret formula that goes on clear
1: uh but this book is far from formulaic
0: perfect gosh what a way with words
1: and invisible solid
0: and and you will make a visible solid when this shocking revelation and then we have to get scintillating now when the shocking revelation of this scintillating Novel is revealed to you, and you will make a
1: visible solid, TM. yeah visible solid, TM. When the shocking one.
0: revelation of this scintillating novel is revealed to you,
1: perfect is revealed to you. Should we do a plug for Secret the je- uh, the deodorant? No, let's just end it here. Don't Anything? you think? Yep. Uh, line break. Line break. M dash. Actually, I'm doing M dashes. Don't tell anyone. Jack Shepard. I read your viral tweet. Yeah, it was pretty viral, wasn't it?
0: <laughs> and Tanner Green Ring.
1: And Tanner. Open Green-ring. parentheses.
0: Yep. Yes, we love
1: P.S. You read my viral tweet? How come you didn't comment on it?
0: Why would I Why would I comment? You read it, but you could have I'm said I'm commenting something. on it now. Okay.
1: Um, that doesn't do much for me in terms of this, this viral spread of my... I don't use Twitter.
2: Okay,
0: I'm
1: going to read this back to you. Five stars. This book is strong enough for a man, and the pH balance is perfect for guys, too. Perfect. Oh, hey. Did you maybe feel excluded by that title? Guess what?
0: Sorry, snowflake.
1: No. Guess what? This book tackles that. In 2001, Secret Antiperspirant released three new scents. Ambition, which this book has in its treatment of the burgeoning ambitions of the Stanton family. Genuine, which this book shows with Ellen Miles' sparse but authentic prose, and optimism, which is what you will feel right up. You put
0: TMs after all those, right? No, but I'm going back. Yeah.
1: And optimism, which is what you will feel right up until the point in this book when they release a murderous criminal back onto the streets of Stony Brook. The real secret in this book is not the secret society it so expertly describes, but the friendships we made along the way. And also, actually, it is the secret society. Actually, the secret to Secret's Platinum Clear, Platinum Clear Gel, and Secret Invisible Solid is the micronized formula that goes on clear. Goes on clear. Is that what it says? Yep. Okay. But this book is far from formulaic, and you will make a visible solid, TM, when the shocking revelation of this scintillating novel is revealed to you. Jack Shepard, Tanner Greenring. P.S. We love this one.
0: And that's great. And I just cut it.
1: Yeah. Tim's going to be really happy with that. I think. Um, Great. Uh, Is Liz in there with you?
0: Liz? (laughs) No, he's ready for you. Yeah, sorry uh, to keep you waiting for uh, over an hour. We're going over, so just the short one. Yeah. Thanks. Okay.
2: You're guessing the mystery.
1: Yep, and what you heard there is uh, Baby B Liz's theme song to our hit segment, "Guessing the Mystery," where we <laughs> da, 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 and that said,
0: uh, uh, guessing the mystery, uh, uh, and that's that loving
1: sound at yeah, where we say what we guessed the mystery was going to be after five chapters. I think I did a pretty good job. Tanner, did you? No. Okay, well, let's hear yours.
0: Okay. <laughs> mm. I don't know. Maybe I did an okay job.
1: After chapter five, Ellen took a little while to get going with this one. She had to introduce Abby to the mystery universe.
0: I highlighted the last paragraph of chapter five and had this to write underneath it. Mm-hmm. There is a literal underground facility in the maze. David Foster Wallace was paid off and left town.
1: Oh, can we say what David Foster Wallace was? So, uh, Stephen Johnson. Sergeant Johnson. Sergeant Johnson.
0: Sergeant Johnson.
1: Back when he was a boy, had a best friend called David Foster Wallace. Right. Who was on to... They, went on,
0: they were best friends and they went on different tracks. Yeah. Stephen, D- Detective Johnson went on to become a detective. Right. And David, David Foster, Foster Wallace, Wallace went on to become a journalist and yes. novelist.
1: Yes. But the infinite jest was on him because he got killed investigating the secret society who were doing a bunch of corrupt stuff in town, including this guy, Mayor Armstrong, who is the gray man. But the murder of David Foster Wallace happened beyond the statute of limitations, and they released at the end of this book the criminal back onto the streets of Sunnybrook.
0: David Foster Wallace was paid off and left town. Uh Old man Stanton is secretly financing the entire rehabilitation and is reformed.
1: Old Ben Stanton is the racist father of the uh,
0: young woman who is actually overhauling the Who genuinely the is club. overhauling the country club. So that, I actually wasn't too far. I got cool. the literal underground maze right. There's literally a underground facility in the maze. Yeah. David Foster Wallace was paid off and left town. I could not conceive of Anne and Ellen taking this man's life. Okay,
1: that's what I was – but they did. That's what I was concerned about, and I ended up just saying, you know what? Anne has taken a life before, and Ellen is didn't stray from Anne. She didn't say, I'm not going to write these books for you anymore. If she was willing to condone that murder, if she was willing to be part of the secret society that Anne created by her murder, right? then she would be willing to kill herself, and she has killed, and she did kill.
0: She would be willing to kill as well. Yes. Yes.
1: And here's what I wrote. Mayor Armstrong had the reporter David Foster Wallace murdered for getting close... And you
0: said David Foster Wallace, too. It's
1: Well, I, just for continuity for listeners. I think it's actually David Fallman. Okay. But that's hard to remember.
0: I only... I captured it as David Foster Wallace the entire okay. book.
1: Mayor Armstrong had the reporter David Foster Wallace murdered for getting close to the secret documents in the garden maze at Darkwoods back in the old days. The answer lies with Mr. Stanton, and it will reunite him with his daughter. Wow, you nailed it. I fucking nailed it. That's actually, you nailed it.
0: And Th- that's, I that was a tough... That's a tough That one. was a tricky wicket for as yeah. much as Ellen and Anne gave us at the end of Chapter 5.
1: Yeah, and you have to believe that a murder happened. And I wouldn't. I wouldn't go I there. I wouldn't have thought it, but it did.
0: Yeah. I thought there was a second layer of subterfuge happening and I thought that Nikki was actually secretly racist herself right? and receiving funds from her racist father and it would become it would all get uncovered. Yeah it kind of felt like the club was doomed to be shut down again. And maybe when she's finally uncovered as the racist she is like maybe Mr. Kanawi would take over.
1: Yeah there's this guy we haven't talked about that much who is the caretaker of the garden and it's he's like just gentle, soft-spoken. He's just a nice yeah. guy. He's like guarding them. He's like the best red herring. He's like guarding the maze. Every time they try to go into the garden maze, yeah. he like silently stops them. And then at the end, they're like, why did you stop us from going in the maze? He's like, I just, I'm the gardener and the caretaker. I don't I, want you in my maze. I, I put a lot of work into it. I don't <laughs> want you fucking up because you're want you teens. you fucking up my maze.
0: Yeah. Um... Wow, so you got it, huh?
1: I nailed it, and I feel pretty good about it.
0: Now I know why you wanted to get Liz in here, to introduce the segment. Yeah, because I love it. I guess there's just one last piece of business to take care of before we have to go, and I always read the poems, so now it's your turn. And we kind of fell off the poems, huh? And that was the whole conceit of the mysteries, and we've only... Now, this week, we've introduced countless segments, but only one of them is introduced by a poem, and that's It was
1: a segment like, us, look, huh? Alan Gray is in this... But I didn't catch uh, Alan Gray, we'll see you now. He didn't do anything For which there's a poem. He didn't do anything wild because Carrie Retlin just, like, overshadows him. Right. Um, So I'm going to read the poem for Burn of the Week. Uh, We read poems for segments in this
0: podcast. Don't introduce like that. You're blowing your whole wad. Okay. Just do the poem.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. I'm going to read a poem and it's a mystery.
0: Yeah. Guess what it's going to be. I won't tell you. Oh, gosh, what? P Are you ready? I don't remember reading him. Here it goes. He wasn't in this one. Oh, taunt, thou oh, art sick. it's the sick. one we do every
1: week. A very good bird that stings you so right. A knife that doth turn. It gets in your head, but oh, so soon it will cause me to have to call the burn unit. That's right, it's our Burn of the Week this week, and there were some burns in this book, uh, and I will extend you the courtesy of choosing your
0: burn first, okay. sir. Okay. Okay, which ones would I like? 20 paces, and then say your burn. Okay, mine's actually... My burn is actually another segment. Okay. A segment that I don't actually have access to the poem for. Okay. So you'll have to read it. It's... Um... Okay, Mr. Gray, we'll see you now. Okay, so I'm gonna—you ruined it, but
1: it's a mystery. What poem I'm gonna read right now? Yeah. Uh, but and I, I do am need you to read, read
0: another poem here.
1: Yeah. So I'm gonna read it now. Cause it's my bird And uh, here it is. Yep. Just be on this door. Your Xbox and I wonder what's behind that door. Must be an Xbox, I'd avow, and not a naughty dungeon or a playroom that's more ow than wow. Whatever it be of this, I'm sure that Alan Gray will
0: see you now. Mr. Gray will
1: see you now. Okay. That's right, and it's our Alan Gray will see you now. Why we talk about what? Alan Gray was up to you
0: this week, and that's what your burn is, so I'd love to hear it. Yes, and this is Christy. Mm-hmm. I didn't mean to offend you, said Christy, lying through her teeth. It's just that renovating a club seems like such dirty work, not your style. Kokie sniffed. Well, you're right, she said. Normally, I wouldn't be interested, but I'm doing it so I'll have an in at the club. They're going to need hostesses, beautiful ones, when it opens. Alan snorted, you, he said, you're not, just then he caught the full force of Cokie's glare and he saved himself, you're not, um, old enough to be a hostess, are you?
1: (laughs) That's good, but it surprises me because I thought Cokie was supposed to be beautiful. Not
0: according to Alan Gray, the eye of this beholder and that beholder is Alan Gray. Um, good. Uh, my burn is also. Uh, and then, are we? Should we get out of the Alan Gray moment, or because uh, we are in the Alan Gray? Mister Gray will see you now. And do we want you to exit that? Yeah, we'll exit that. Okay. okay. So then, this is the end of. So, Mr. Gray will see you now. As okay.
1: Statement. And uh, uh, thanks, Mr. Gray. Uh, I thought you said there was going to be an Xbox in here, and uh, it wasn't. It was um, just your naughty room. Dirty sex stuff instead. Yep. And it's a naughty room, and I just came here to play video games. It's more owl than wow. It's more owl than wow. And uh, I was looking for wow, and now we're, I'm leaving. Yes. Uh, I'm there's Is your helicopter outside waiting for me? Mine? If, if I want. Yeah. Oh, the helicopter's waiting.
0: Okay. The helicopter's on standby to take you whenever you want to go. You can leave at any time. It's important that you know you can leave at any time. Great. Thank you.
1: And now we're back in Burn of the Week, and it's also a burn on Koki. Okay. So Koki ends up, she doesn't do much in this, except she also volunteers at the thing, and they're like, why are you volunteering? And I guess you said why she is. She just wants to get closer to the elites, and she wants to learn how to become a hostess, and she gets obsessed with this woman called Darcy. Only one name. They're like, what's your last name, Darcy? And she's like, no, it's like Cher. Yeah. And Darcy is like, and that's a, enough for Koki. Koki's like, yes, please. She's like a designer. Um, and so Koki gets obsessed with Darcy and kind of like tries to do like cool fashion designy stuff like her. And this is Abby. But before I could even bite into my first egg roll, somebody grabbed my arm. Save some food for the real guests, Koki hissed into my ear. At first, I was mad. I mean, who is she to tell me what to do? But then, when I turned to look at her, I forgot my anger and had to concentrate on not laughing out loud. Cokie, who had done her hair to look exactly like Darcy's, was wearing a dress that matched the maroon and cream color scheme of the dining room. Nice upholster I mean dress, Cokie, I said, with a fake <laughs> polite smile on my face. <laughs> That's good. That's good. What a lot of uh, burns on Cokie. Ain Ain't it, Cokie? Your Marguerite dress looks like a curtain. And now let's go. Okay, please. And goodbye. And, and goodbye. Uh, we're leaving. And
0: um, please rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts and go and find our review of the book on the iBookstore and mark it as helpful because <laughs> that's the only way we can rise in the rankings uh, buy our merch, bit.ly slash bsccmerch. bit.ly slash
1: Uh, Please do subscribe to our Patreon, which you can find at patreon.com slash Podcast. It's only $5 a month, and we sing the intro. Sing the descriptions. This week, we read a novel that was called Babysitter's Club Mystery No. 22, Abbey and the Secret Society. Next week, we're going to be reading a little book called Babysitter's Club Number 23, Marianne and the Silent
0: Witness. Ooh. It reminds me of that Buffy episode that we, oh, the only Buffy episode we ever talk about. Hush. Hush. The uh, only one I've ever seen. Uh, Other than scary. the two you maybe watched that I didn't like.
1: Scary, so it's going to be a scary one. In the meantime, Riddle Babies, my name has been Jack Shepard. My name is Sam Greenring. Has been. And I would like to ask for you to round off the corners in your bedroom, drown all your dolls, call your senator and demand your rights, bear time and do not forget to let daddy love you daddy as love much daddy. as I do. Remember the Delaney's. Remember the tripman, Take your dream horse through that maze. Indeed. Claudia is wearing a bra now and the way she talks, you would think that boys, boys had, just had just been, been invented. Invented.
0: What are you think after this many episodes, I do know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm recording. I am I'm recording today in honor of you. Congrats! Because of you, I'm wearing shorts on the hottest day, the day of the booth. That's beautiful.
1: I love that. That yeah. makes me really happy.
0: That was a gum podcast.